Tattoo Traditions is a podcast dedicated to the history of tattooing and those that have made significant contributions towards it. This episode is sponsored by ButterUp, a natural, organic, vegan tattoo butter that's made in the UK. We've used it and we can't recommend it enough. This is the aftercare for you. Visit www.butterup.co and use the code TATTOOTRADITIONS, all lowercase, to receive 10% off all tattoo aftercare. If you're an artist or a shop interested in stocking this magic, send ButterUp an email for more information. The link is on their website. Follow ButterUp.co on Instagram. This episode is with the pride of Lancashire, Dave Heath. Dave started tattooing in the 60s. His style is instantly recognisable and to this day is still putting out inspirational work. We talked about the early days, his influences and his tattoo pen pals. We hope you enjoy this sit down with the finest young rascal in the north of England. Thank you Dave, I really appreciate you sitting down and you know having a chat and stuff and right. and uh, thanks to Rambo as well because he helped set set this up which is uh, which is nice as well so thank you for that mate yeah you know no problems um, Dave going back did did your family have tattoos did, no no they didn't no. I did do a when I got into tattooing I haven't been in it long a few a few. Uh, couple of years something like that my dad did have one on because he were fanatical about our man all right and i did him three legs only a small one you yeah know, but that were as far as it went okay so it's not that's not how you saw tattoos growing up oh. you didn't see them in your family you oh, saw them no, on other people nothing to do with family right whatsoever but you saw them on other people did you tattoos people oh, yeah around. but i never paid much attention up to that time what I've mentioned before about being at Blackpool once with my mum and dad, I'd be about, what, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, I can't remember. Yeah. But it were, uh, we walked past Jimmy Gold's shop okay. on Bonnie Street and there were a guy leaning, it, it wasn't Jimmy, but there were a guy leaning over the stable door. Yeah. And... Uh, he had this tattoo on, I don't know whether it were fresh or what, it looked like he worked there, or he was, and, uh, oh, from yards away, I could see what it were, it was so bright, it were, Jesus said, yeah, we a sun round it, okay, and it just hit me, it struck me, I thought, wow, and that, it's, that was the first time, really, I, noticed tattoo, okay, I, I, I was aware of tattooing, yeah, and his shop, Right. You know, his studio there, mm. all the pictures on it, and uh, this guy stood at the door, and it stuck in my mind, it's always, it's stuck in my mind like a photo. Okay. That. I yeah. can see it now. Wow. You know. and Who that was worked. the guy stood at the door, Dave? What? Who was the guy stood at the door? That's what I just said. I don't know. I think he... I didn't Harry know. Lever. Before no, it weren't went... Harry Lever. It were a, a really young guy. Oh, Bernie... Bernie Days? He what? Was it that tubby eight? Better days, was he called? 
I don't know. I don't. I have no idea who he was. He was just a guy stood there, and he had this big tattoo on his arm, and it were big. Yeah. And it were a. It really hit you in the face, and I could tell what it were from a distance. Wow. How you young know? were you then? Then you reckon eleven-ish or twelve-ish? Around that. About that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, around. I can't. I, yeah, roughly something like that. Okay, cool. That was the first time, really, I can remember being aware of tattooing okay. as such, you know, because yeah. when you're a kid, I don't know, in them days, you didn't see many people with like like you do now. Yeah, it wasn't know? as common, was it? No. 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 And I can't be aware of tattoo. I can't remember being aware of it any earlier than that. Okay. That was, that stuck in my mind. Yeah. You do know Joe Cleverly was there around about that time, from Portsmouth, before he yeah. went to Portsmouth. Oh, I don't know, like I so said. So it could have been him, Dave? Could have been, yeah. I was just a kid. Yeah. Mm. You know, I weren't interested who it were. I, I was just interested <laughs> in what I saw. Yeah, you, know. you remembered that, because it was so bold. Yeah, it yeah. was so bold. Yeah. It's, you know, it because that was Jimmy Gold's style. Okay, yeah. But uh, it would have been Jimmy that... I think he looked like he worked there because he was on the inside looking out. Right. You see, not yeah. looking in. Yeah, I see what you mean. And that's on a what, break or and something. Jimmy or... wouldn't have customers stood there looking out. Yeah. So, so that's what made been... you think. Okay. So, yeah. And then from there, did you then decide you wanted one because of seeing that? Did that make you want to get a tattoo? No, like I said, well, then it just. I can't remember thinking about it after that yeah. as such because, you know, it was just one of them things. It's like, I suppose, if you see something unusual, what you've never seen before, that stays in your mind. Yeah. But you're not thinking about it for a few years, maybe in future. You yeah. Know? But that's what I do remember. Okay. And then did you, what happened then to make you start getting tattoos then? Did a few of your friends start having them done or something? Well, there was one lad, I was at school, I'd be about 14. Yeah. And uh, it was in the schoolyard, mm -hmm. and there were a crowd round this guy, uh, Bernie, he favoured Bernie Winters. Okay. There were a crowd round him. Yeah. And uh, I wonder, I thought it were a fight. Oh, yeah. Because there always used to be a, you know, yeah. a crowd round. If there was a crowd, a, yeah. yeah. So I went over, but no, he had his sleeve up. Ah. And he was showing this tattoo. Cool. And I got closer and closer, and I was looking. Yeah. And I remember that like it were a photo. It were a cross, yeah. a tombstone, uh -huh. in memory of, I think it were Father, in the scroll underneath. Nice. And I thought, wow, that's fantastic. That's going to be there forever. Yeah. So I knew it were a tattoo then. Yeah. And I thought, wow, you know... And I always, what I did well at school was art. I was always good at art. Right. And I, I always liked drawing, mm. you know. And that stuck in my mind. Mm. I can see it there again. I can see it now. Yeah. It's just snaps its shots of you, in your mind Definitely. what stay there. Yeah. And then I got, I was older, I got a bit older. I'd be about late 14 or mm -hmm. 15. Fourteen. Well, I'd be fourteen. Yeah. We all used to meet. It was it was the days sixties of the coffee bar. Right. Everybody okay. met in coffee bars. Oh, you cool. Know. There were two or three in Aslington where I lived at the time. Well, yeah. Where I were born. Yeah. 
and it were called Marion's, Marion's Coffee Bar on Man uh, Blackburn Road, or Manchester Road, Blackburn Road I think it is. Uh -huh. Yeah, and we all met there and one day I were, in, I were sitting in there, we were, we're friends, a couple of friends, Yeah. and uh, this guy walks in, a big tall guy, <clears throat> he looked oldish to me, Okay. Yeah. but when you're 14, yeah. anybody at 20, <laughs> 18 looks old. Yeah, of course they do, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he might have been... I'd say I'd say we're about that, a yeah. bit older than me. Well, he were older than me then. Yeah. And I noticed when he sat down straight away, he got this tattoo on his hand. On his hand? On his hand. Wow. And, you know, he must have done that. His, I think he'd done that himself. Wow. Anyhow, I didn't know who he was, and I said to my mate, I said, who is that? Mm. You know. He said, uh, it's, it's Jock. Jock Russell. Okay. Tattooist. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said a tattooist, I didn't know there were one. Oh, wow. And it, not only that, it were like from here to that, them houses across the road. Yeah, blind you know. That close. So, yeah, just crossing road. Wow. So, where does he live? He, they said just across the road. <gasps> wow. So, I uh, later on, I, I don't know soon after, it'd be a, a few, a month or two, I don't know, I can't remember, but. Yeah. I thought, all right, I'm going having one. Did you? Yeah. yeah because up the courage. Yeah. <laughs> but I were only young. I were only... But there were no age limit then. Okay. It were before 69, you see. Right. So, so I, I went knocking on his door. I thought, I'll go by myself. Because even then I thought, I'll look a fool if he turns me away. And yeah. I don't want my mates. In front of all your mates. Yeah. 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 So I went over, knocked on the door. He come to the door. And he always said... He always had a term he used with people. All right. Plus with lads or anybody, you know. I a young rascal. What do you want? <laughs> you were always a young rascal. <laughs> Others will confirm that. <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm inquiring about a tattoo, you know. Yeah. Come in, you young rascal. All the time. Oh, really? That, yeah. yeah, that was his catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, it were. <laughs> and... Uh, he went, we went upstairs, and there were no carpeted stairs. It were, were clunking upstairs. I, yeah. I mean, I were brought up in a nice a house with carpets, everything, you know. Yeah. I thought, it looks a bit ropey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we went upstairs in his back room, it was. Yeah. And uh, it were all decked out, proper tattoo studio. Wow. You know, he had the machines up table. I, not, I, knew, I, I still remember, the, he always used... Uh, Brass machines, they must have been De early Davis ones. Okay, yeah. With iron sight, yeah. you know. And a bottle of methylated spirits he used. Wow. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, surgical spirits. Okay. And uh, all these designs up wall, well, I were hypnotised by <laughs> yeah. these designs. Magic. Wow, yeah. you know. All designs like he had on his hands, heads with daggers in mm. them. And yeah. He was a fantastic art. He was a really good artist. Was he? Okay. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I picked a tattoo. Yeah. It was uh, it was on its size of it was on a <laughs> penny size. Yeah. You know, a scorpion. Wow! Wow! I had the scorpion on. It hurt like hell. Did it? Yeah. But you put a brave face on. Yeah, of course you did. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you do. You. And I was by myself, I went by myself. Yeah, and, that's brave. Uh, 
I got the scorpion on and I got talking to him because he was very talkative. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember what we talked about or anything like that. Anyhow, I'm, I, I had that scorpion on and I was watching it all week at home, you yeah. know, waiting for it. It scabbed up first and then it healed up. Yeah. Wow, and it, it were magic yeah, to me. Yeah, you had that thing that at you'd that seen. period yeah. too, because only people who knew really about tattooing mm. was people who had had a tattoo on. Yeah, of Because course. you never saw anything on television. No. There were no videos, nothing like that. Nobody knew how it was done. Yeah. That's what the, the so-called mystique of it. Yeah, there. of course. You know. Because it was behind closed doors. You yeah, didn't even was. know it was there. It was, it wasn't. Like it is now, everybody, even if they have no tattoos on, they've seen it done. Yeah, of course. And uh, there again, it, they were so rare. Tattooists themselves were pretty rare in mm. those days. Yeah. You know? Anyhow, a few weeks later, when that had healed up, I wanted another. And I, yeah. I were only getting bits and bats on, you know. But okay. then they were, you know, they were, I don't know, everybody did in them days. They yeah. got a lot of... Like they get now, they go in and get a one bigger on or something like that. Yeah. Very few did in them days. Okay. It were all bits and bats. Yeah. Small tattoos, name, um, and I had my own bloody name on, <laughs> and all the stupid things, you know. And then somebody. So did I. Yeah. Well, somebody once said to me, years after when they saw it, they said, "Who's that? Your boyfriend?" I said, no. I said "It's my name." Because. That was, yeah, and then after that, when I opened my shop, I yeah. used to say, "You sure you want?" Because everybody would think it's your boyfriend. Oh right, you know? yeah, your own name. And they thought about it. Yeah, you're yeah. right there. <laughs> so I'll have mamming or something. Okay, like that. right. Yeah. Anyway, I had, uh, I had bits and bats on, and then I, I, I thought, I want to do this. Did you? Yeah. Right. And I'd only be fourteen. I was still fourteen. A lot happened that year. Mm. I really got into it. You know. Okay. And uh, can I ask you something, Dave? When you went to Jock's studio, yeah, was the any coloured flash on the walls, or was it just? No, it were all coloured. Was it? Oh, it was. And drawn, and most of them were big sheets. Right. Not little scratchy, but they were big sheets. Yeah. You know, he were. Because all the the flash that survived of Jock Russell's is all black and white sketches, isn't it? Yeah. Pencil sketches. No, these. I have a couple of coloured sheets, but I just wanted to know. So it was all. On all the walls, was it? Well, these were size of them, but length so large, size of something like that. They were big sheets. They wow. were, you know, and they were all hand drawn, hand coloured. Everything were spot on. Wow. Because they were space well too. I remember they were okay. all, you know, and. Uh, Do you think maybe you could have got some inspiration from his style subconsciously? Oh yeah, we're inspired by him obviously because he was my first. Yeah. In that sense, yeah. first meeting with tattooing. I can. I kept going, and then I, I decided. I asked him. I said I started talking to him about machines. Okay, trying said, to get a bit of knowledge. Yeah. yeah, could you get me one? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Did it? Oh, we were very obliging. Wow, yeah. that yeah. was quite rare as well, wasn't yeah. it, for yeah. anyone to be like that? Well, I don't think then. I think he'd only been doing it about two two years. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah, and I don't think he he knew of any other tattooists. Wow, to be honest. I mean, it's a way of making a bit of extra money. Yeah. Not a lot of tattooists did do it because they didn't see it as 
flooding the market. Yeah, they sort of yeah. just get offloading that old stuff, didn't they, Dave? That's yeah. right. And well, he would have had a job, wouldn't he, Dave, as well as doing the tattooing? He would have had a, another job, surely. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, and I got, and I asked him to get me a machine. Yeah. And I'll always remember it were a, now, again, with hindsight, I didn't know then it was a Davis wooden back machine. Wow. But with hindsight, it was mm. a wooden back machine. And uh, not long after, I got another. Other. Okay. And they were 30 shillings each. Wow. So it's a what? £1.50. Okay. And that were a lot of money then. Yeah, big time. You know. Back in the olden times. Yeah. Because <laughs> how much were you paying for a tattoo at that time then, Dave? In Two and six for the Scorpion. Okay. And I think it were about one and six for a name. Wow, so that's quite like a lot that. then for the machine. Pete Pence is talking, isn't yeah. it? Five and a half P. Wow. That's a, a shilling, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. Twelve, yeah. A shilling is five P, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but a shilling then was yeah. nothing like five P no, now. It no. was a lot. It yeah, was of course. So 30 shillings is a lot. Yeah, you can get a pint of beer for a shilling and threepence or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, I got these tattoos on and yeah. usual trouble I had at school. I got frog marched up to Edmaster. Did you? Well, there were four, about three or four of us all stood in front of his desk. <laughs> now, I believe you've all had tattoos on and all that, you know. Well, it's not our business. It's nothing to do with us. It's between you and your parents. We got a lecture, you know, Okay, yeah. the Edmaster. Yeah. But it made no bloody impression on me. No, of course I, it didn't. As long as I couldn't do anything, you Yeah. Know. You were down the rabbit hole by that point, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, well, I, like I say, I was I was definitely getting to end... I'd been nearly 15 because at that time also... You left school at 15. Right, then, yeah. And uh, careers officer come. OK. Well, I had it in my head then. I wanted to be a tattooist. Oh, wow. And uh, he asked me what I wanted to do and I said, a tattooist. Yeah. Well, he looked at me like I was grown another head, you know, like... <laughs> and he didn't ask many questions, he just passed on to yeah. the next one. Yeah. Next lad, yeah. you know. That's what I were determined. Yeah. I thought, that, you know, and I were, then we moved house, and we, we moved house down to a, a nicer area, a really nice area. Okay. In fact, it was one of the poshest mm. areas of Aslingdon, one of the poshest streets yeah. in Aslingdon. Oh, nice. Whitecroft Avenue. Okay. I mean, you won't know where that is, but... No. And uh, it were really nice, and uh, I thought, right. You see, my mum and dad, I was an only one, mm. and I nearly died when I were four. Doctors wow. give up on me. I had pneumonia. Okay. But I survived it. Yeah. And uh, I had anything I wanted... Okay. ..I could have. Yeah. I were treated like gold dust because yeah, you know, you'd survived. Yeah. yeah, they weren't happy with, with tattooing as such, really. But right. if, it, if it makes me happy, I, they were happy. Okay, wow. You know, so <laughs> that's a good reaction, isn't it? Golden boy. Golden boy. Yeah, I weren't. I weren't. <laughs> but uh, stood there with his tie on him like that with all his tattoos. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I used to do it on my school friends. Right. On then. Yeah. In my bedroom. Did you? Yeah, from yeah. a little ever ready one of them ever, the blue batteries. Not even a car battery. Oh, oh well, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and I were getting yeah, yeah. A, a bit of a buzz out of it. Not much from one of them. <laughs> yeah, get a name out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let it yeah. pack in. 
But I managed to do a few. I mean, I wouldn't like to see some of them now. Yeah. To be honest <laughs> with you, but you know, then wow, I was still doing them. I was. I thought to myself, I'm still doing yeah, them. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then at one stage, next door but one, mm. a nurse lived there. Yeah. She'd been a, a nurse, and she was a nurse anyway, and. Uh, my mum, my dad didn't give a damn it as long as I were happy, but my mum were a bit concerned about this tattooing business. Right. So she got nursing to speak to me. Oh, really? And explained to me the dangers <laughs> of tattooing. Wow. And infections and all that stuff. Okay. You know, but there again, I listened and yeah. took no bloody notice. You had a health and safety course, did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you're better off leaving it alone and not... Oh, right, trying to put that, you off. No. Did you have a word with the vicar at one time to have a word with you? Eh? Did you have a word with the vicar at one stage? No, that's when I got to my first wife pregnant. That <laughs> he turned up when I was I were working. I was working. Eh? His wife was about 16 at the time. How old was you, Dave? You were only young, weren't you? Yeah, we're only about 17. You little um, rascal. He was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that it were, in those days... He was a rebel. It, local vicar were a big thing in community. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, in he those the heavy. days... You, ridiculous things like you didn't bring home a Catholic. Mm. If you were Protestant, I yeah. was Protestant. Oh, right. And if you were Protestant, you didn't bring home a Catholic. Okay. Or you'd, there were loads of prejudice yeah, of course. in them days. Yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. You know, and uh, character. Anyhow, <laughs> where were I? You've got you've got the machines in your tattooing in your bedroom, yeah. and the nurses come round yeah, well, to give I you a bit of a lecture. Yeah. I took no, I were determined. Yeah, yeah. You know, because uh, and Cash Cooper turned it. up pissed up, did he? Huh? Did Cash Cooper turned up pissed up? Yeah, well, that's house? late. That's oh, way man. later. <laughs> I got married then. <laughs> Huh? No, and uh, well, we'll get to that later. It's an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll and talk I were, about that I were doing tattoos in my bedroom and mm. all that. And were uh, you still getting tattooed by Jock then at the same time then, Dave? Yeah, or sometimes. You... Okay, yeah. And uh, and then what happened then? You were tattooing I, uh, yourself at that stage, weren't you, Dave? I were what? Tattooing yourself as well. Yeah, doing bits on myself. Hot, yeah. Up inside of my leg at the bottom. Yeah. Where it doesn't show and yeah. all that, you know. To, yeah, to try and learn. Experimenting, yeah. really. Because okay. that's what it's all, that's what it were all about in those days was experimenting. Okay. You know. Yeah. But did, did you have a colour test patch on your leg? Where you tested out the colours before you used them? Yeah. Also, yeah. all sorts of <laughs> They're rare, them. Yeah. They're rare. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a single lad one, he had all the different colours here in the square. Yeah. Anyhow, I left school. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I weren't making money. I were doing it more for just pennies type of thing okay. than on my fr school friends. Yeah, I of mean, course. You know, and I left school so I had to get a job. Oh, right. But uh, in those days, I, I got a job. So I, I left school on one day and I started jobbing a couple of days Did later. You? And well, I hated school for yeah. a start. I hated it. Yeah. You know, I hated the authority of it, the bullying, because there were bullying going yeah, on I in bet. them days really bad. It was different then, Even wasn't it? the teachers were bullies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I hated it. Yeah. And I started work two days after in this slipper factory. Oh, right. First day, started at eight o'clock at morning, not mm. nine o'clock. Yeah. Eight o'clock at morning, finished at half past five at night. <sighs> 
Well, I hated it. The first day, the first day I hated it with a vengeance. Yeah. I thought, this ain't for me. But I carried on and carried on for quite a while, a few months, a year or two. And uh, anyhow, they went bust. Okay. And I, but at that, that time, yeah. No, in that time, maybe two or three years actually, I worked there. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And uh, but in that time, I was still tattooing. Yeah. And I got. I'm going now to when I were about eighteen, seventeen. Okay. 18. Yeah. And when I were eighteen, I got my own house. Because I were told, wow. Mum and Dad said, get a mortgage, yeah. don't rent. Okay, yeah. You know, it's dead money. Yeah, of course. So I got a mortgage Yeah. And uh, for this house in Piccadilly Street. And uh, first of all, well, I've been doing it in my mum's attic as well up there. Agile. And, yeah, it's called, I, I get mixed up sometimes. when he's in his white coat. Yeah. Machine, that's the attic. One. Oh, so yeah, you tattooed I, I in the married. attic. Yeah, yeah. I got married. Yeah. And... Uh, I had two kids. Yeah. And uh dog, mortgage. Yeah. Everything. And uh and I were working in this shoe factory. Yeah. But I hated every minute of it and I really hated that. Mm. I couldn't carry on like that, I thought. And uh I decked my bedroom out first as a tattoo studio, a spare bedroom cool. we had. Yeah, good and idea. I it out as a tattoo studio, mm -hmm. you know, and I were doing quite well, actually. Yeah. Then, by then, yeah. 17, 18, yeah. 17, 18, I were doing quite well. Okay. And, uh, oh, by then, <clears throat> I got into, I found out about Terry Wrigley. Yeah, of course. Did you not um, move into your parlour before that day? No, no, oh. that were at last. Yeah. Okay. I went into back bedroom. Yeah. Before that, I were doing a bit in attic. Yeah. And uh, in back bedroom. Yeah. And I knew I got to know Terry Wrigley through Exchange and Mart. All right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because that was the only place. It was the Exchange and Mart or World's Fair okay. newspaper. Yeah. But there were very little in that World's Fair. Okay. Because it, it was a newspaper specifically for. Travelling fairgrounds, that sort of people. Oh right, okay. You know. Yeah. And uh, exchange of mouth, I got Terry Wrigley's address, and I'd also got a motorbike at that time. That's a <laughs> <you> little devil. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. Rebel. 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 Rebel without a clue. <laughs> yeah. I got a motorbike. Yeah. And I, I found out he was in Mosley, Ashton under line. Oh right, yeah. So I thought. I was, I, was that, I was so keen, you know, and I, I went, I thought, I'll go down and see him. Yeah. Not right into it. I thought, I'm not right to it. I'll just go, yeah. Yeah. I went down to see him and in his tattoo studio. All I can remember, I can't remember, I remember a Mickelhurst Road. Okay. Now, I think that was Terry's home address. I went knocking on the door, no answer. I looked through the window, mm. but I knew it went right... And, Place because on the sofa, yeah, were a design sheet. Oh, right. I thought, yeah, I'm at right it's address. It's got to be it, yeah, yeah. Now, I can't remember if I came home that day and went down again or whether it were the same day, but I, I found out where his shop was. Okay, that was up a tourist street, yeah, full of like Coronation Street type houses, yeah, 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 and a corner shop. Mm. He had that corner shop. Wow, how we got away, we're running a tattoo studio yeah. then. 
there. Yeah. I don't know, but he did. Yeah. And uh, oh, he really impressed me, Terry Wrigley. Did he? Yeah, it were a big shot, big yeah. room, big as this. Yeah. You know, well, bigger than this. Mm. And every part of it were, the walls were absolutely covered in designs. All the ceiling had designs. Wow. Everywhere. And he had a mannequinic corner yeah. painted. Oh, you did know. he? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I had some tattoo. I went in, I wanted a palm tree with yeah. a snake going round it. Oh, cool, yeah. And so he, he sat me down. And he were working off a car battery, direct from a car battery. Cool. But then machines were fairly blasting. Yeah, I bet know, they were. And I sat down, he put this on me. Yeah. This uh, snake round a palm tree. Have you still got that on? Have you yes, still got that on or have you had it covered up? Eh? Have you still got that on or did you have it covered up? No, it's on. Oh, well, cool. Jack's here. I've seen it. We'll, we'll have a look after, Dave. We'll take a picture after. Oh, oh yeah, we'll get a picture of that after, so yeah. people can see it. Yeah. It's a lovely one, see, mate, isn't it? I wanted you to see it before you forgot. Yeah, yeah of course. We'll have a look. The on. thing was, yeah, what fascinated me mm. up to then, I'd been doing like Jock Russell had done in Aslingham with me. Mm. I were making a transfer. Okay. And using a transfer, but Terry didn't use a transfer. How were you making a transfer then, Dave, for people that are listening? Well, I I got Jock to get me. Mm. Transfer ink, yeah, and then some greaseproof paper. I used oh, and made did transfers, you? yeah, okay, and put them on skin, yeah. Now I thought, hang on, though, that's copying. I thought to myself, that's not right, mm. and uh, and but Turry didn't, he he just did a line for palm tree, yeah, a few lines with a buyer, or that were it, and a like for snake, like yeah. that, and that were it, wow. I thought, hang on, he's doing all these freehand. Yeah. And uh, there were a lot of people waiting yeah. at the shop. And uh, I, it, it were dead friendly, were Turi. Yeah. I got on with him. Well, that's when I first made his acquaintance and when I really got to know him yeah. and like him. Okay. And uh, he did it freehand. And I says, and can you while you're at it? I had one up this time here. It were a, a Prince Eugene one. Oh, I had right. One earlier at year. Okay. A scroll. In I Blackpool, says, that is, Dave. Eh? In Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. And uh, I said, can you go over that and uh, put some le- make it bigger, put some leaves around it? Okay. Yeah, he did that straight after that. Wow. You know, he was really quick. Yeah. I thought, this guy can tattoo. Mm. You know, I was really impressed. Okay. Anyhow, all at the same time, I had that on the inside of me, I'm Turi, as well. Did you? All at same the same day, time? One after. That oh wow! Look at that. It's held up really nicely, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And our oh, our made up, our really yeah. made up that day. You did know, you tell like, him you were a tattooist as well? Eh? Did you tell him? Oh yeah. Oh, he you knew. did. Yeah. Because okay. I'd, I'd written to him originally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I were talking to him at shop, and I, I wanted. He were using a silver machine, a chrome nice. machine. And I thought, hang on, that looks a lot better than that bloody wooden thing <laughs> I have, you know. Yeah. And I wanted I wanted them to get a proper machine. Yeah, sure. And, he said, and he, at the time, he must have said to me, oh, they're American of them machines. Right. Oh, Ameri-. And I thought, I want one of them. Yeah. You know, anyhow, I, I came home, thought about it. Yeah. Then I got on to him again. Nice. I wrote him another letter, want, you know, asking him about uh, a machine. Okay. 
but somewhere I got mixed up here because when I was in the attic, I had the machine. I got the machine on. Mm. So maybe you'd been to see him a bit earlier than you thought. Yeah, yeah but it, it's that's a bit vague, right. is that? It's a bloody long time. Don't ago, worry about that, you know. Dave. And uh, anyway, he said he'd get me a machine. Yeah. But it, were, it wasn't a, a chrome. They were expensive with the chrome ones. Right. He got me a brass one. Though. Okay. And I liked it, but I always found them heavy. Because now, with hindsight again, they were Picaro, Nick Picaro. Okay. They were good machines, but they, I didn't like, they were a bit heavy. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, <clears throat> and uh, then, he got me quite a, a lot, he got me pigments. Did he? And he drew, drew a lot of designs for me. Right. Seven and six, a sheet. Wow, okay. And, uh, he, and a big sheet, a four pound one. About that size, yeah. A four pound one, yeah. Sheet. I got one of them off him, and it had a big eagle at centre. But they were all dead quick sketched on what terrier. Oh, were they? But they were good. Yeah. They were, you know, and they were all freehand. There mm. were no copies of old of other stuff or anything. It were all original. It was original freehand. his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which you liked. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I liked, mm. and uh, and then I got them. Hmm. You were talking about machines being heavy and you used to drill them out, didn't you, Dave, to make them lighter? Yeah. Not realising yeah. that they were built Yeah, but it didn't make that much but... difference. No, oh, And because uh, Picaro's were heavy machines. machine. You drill loads of holes. He says it takes the weight out yeah. of all. You know, you experimented, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, I was writing, and well, I bet I were writing some weeks, I'd write eight or nine letters. Wow. So what about tattooists? Could, yeah, yeah, because that's all you could do. Mm. I don't know. Don't ask me how I found out the addresses of these tattooists because I can't remember some of them. Who were you writing to, Dave? Who else were you writing to? Who names? Tattooists. Mm. I think one of the first ones was a guy called in Ohio, Carl uh, Bumpus. Okay. I got to know Carl, and I, I was corresponding with him for many years. Yeah. Oh, many years, and he were always sending me tracings of his designs because he had uh, Al Sheafley's design. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah, amazing. And, uh, he, I corresponded with him for a long time. He invited me over there. He, he used to say to me, come over for six, six weeks, six months or whatever. Okay. And he was sending me photos of himself. He had one of them snowmobiles <laughs> and he was sending all these photos. <laughs> Photos of a shop, everything. It, you know, it looked dead cool. Yeah. I, I was really impressed, but I were, what, 18, 19, something like that. Yeah. Married. Married, two Married, kids. Two kids. Mortgage. Mortgage. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Most important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's it. I was... Uh, <laughs> you didn't, and you didn't just drop everything. No. Because you had responsibility by then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you had responsibility. Plus, you know, I, I wouldn't have done it. was a different world back then in the 60s, wasn't it, Dan? Yeah, I couldn't have done it. I, I couldn't have just dropped everything, left no. wife and kids and no. you know, behind no, just to go you... to America. Yeah, yeah, of course. So go to America now, you can just click on the internet and get it organised. Then it was a, it was a big job, wasn't it, Dan? Yeah, yeah. To it get would be. a flying well, book. Big yeah. thing, yeah. you've got to have been talk at town. Yeah, of course you would. You Dave's, know, you know Dave's gone to America, they would have said. Yeah, he's gone to America. They'd have waved you off, wouldn't they? He's come back and he's all American. He's already got off. He's already gone over one scandal of getting a French woman pregnant, <laughs> and now he's. 
going to America. So I just didn't do it. You didn't do it. Okay. So he was one of the ones you were writing to. Eh? He was one of the tattooists that you were uh, writing yeah. to regularly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Carl Bumpus. He was the first one. And I used to ask anything I asked him. Mm. He'd tell me. Ah. He took. You know. He, in them days, you got you, you you got to know each other through letters. Yeah. And he took he talked to me at the time. You know, did Carl? Uh, and mm. he were a really nice guy. He'd send me all sorts of pictures. At one stage. Oh, I don't know, because I give you a lot. Mm. And uh, cards and cards of other tattooists. Ah, oh, I see. He sent me cards of uh, Joe Pancho in oh, Belgium. Right. Okay. Uh, that other guy uh, in Sweden. Is it a Forrest? Doc Forrest. Oh, Doc Forrest. Yeah, yeah. Doc he passed away recently, yeah. didn't he? A few he, years ago. He came to the museum just before he passed away. Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah, well, in and, so uh, him, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Joe Pancho in Antwerp. Yeah. Uh, Bruno in Paris. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, who else were the Doc? Oh, Doc Webb. Doc Webb. Oh, oh that, wow. He in San Diego, he were another. We got. I got. I got really friendly with Doc Webb and we used to exchange letters and photos all the time. Nice. And he sent and he invited me over. He said Did he? there's always so many uh ships in San Diego at one time. He were really trying to convince me. He wanted me wow. you know. But there again I didn't go. No. But uh Nice to have the offer though, Dave. Oh isn't yeah, it? yeah. Why don't you tell Jack about all that flash he used to trade with Len Wolf, the Persians. Yeah, but that's later. Oh, okay. And uh, I got an old dot web San Diego. Yeah. Uh, somebody in San Francisco, but I didn't get much. I didn't get very far with him. Okay. A couple of letters, maybe. Uh, David Jones. Jones. Oh, right. Like um, the pirate. He used to work with Lyle Tuttle then. Yeah, okay, Lyle cool. Tuttle. I wrote to Lyle Tuttle wow. at the time. I nice. Wrote, I wrote to many. Yes. Some I can't even remember now. If I saw the if I saw the cards, I'd remember. You might remember the name. And, yeah. Oh, and Sailor Jury. Okay. Wow. He sent me photographs. It, a lot called Sailor Jury. A lot of the tattooists at that time, and one thing and another. But I always found him. He were really nice. Yeah. He sent me nice letters back, and, and he sent me photographs. I can remember one. He sent me a small photograph of the back piece he'd just done. Yeah. It were a marine type picture i can't remember everything about it but yeah. and he also sent me a photograph of a new autoclave he got or a steriliser he got oh, right. transparent you could see your stuff in it oh wow you know, if i remember if, if i remember rightly and uh he, he were really nice with sailor jury cool you know and uh Dave, what happened to all your letters well they were just letters yeah you didn't think anything of them then did you it's like now yeah. If you saved every bloody letter and every circle that comes through door, mm. you'd need teachers <laughs> just for then. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, I, I just threw them after it. Yeah, of course you did. You'd answer, I'd answer, answer them, you know, them. and then yeah. I'd throw it, and then a new letter. one had come, and yeah. They weren't worth anything to anybody. No, then. of course not. Nobody wanted them. Did you feel like you were learning from reading the letters, from getting oh, tips yeah, off yeah. of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was getting a lot of information, especially from Carl Bumpus and Doc Webb. Yeah. Because he wanted. I think it were Doc Webb who told me at the time how to set the machine, the spring, the gap between the contact, 
and the spring. He, he was the one who told me how to do that proper. Okay. And he drew little pictures. I could, there were little pictures, wow. diagrams, and the armature bar and ev and the tension on the back springs. Yep. He, you know, and I got to... He, they, they were re I must say, though, out of European tattooists I corresponded with, yeah. with Americans, the Americans were by far the most friendly and helpful. Okay, that's interesting. You know, yeah, I always found that. Yeah, but having said that, Joe Pancho, you were fine. Mm. But I, I, t I tended to take to, and there was something in those days, it's sixties, America, America. It was exciting. It was it? Yeah, of course. It All was. the films, what were coming out of America, and yeah, it, it were magic. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyhow, I got, oh, I got. That's how I got a lot of information, and I were passing some like, muggins. Were passing it on to friends of mine. Right. What other tattooists? Oh, the tattooists. You so, know, I were doing all the bloody work. They were getting all the, all the tips. Yeah. So who were the, who were you passing it on to then? Well, friends. Yeah. Uh, Terry, Terry. Terry Roberts at the time. All oh, right. Yeah. Mick. Mick, Mick Fizz. Fizz. Yeah. Uh, Trying to think, there weren't a lot of friends because there weren't that. No, many. there weren't that many. But... I weren't a met, uh, there were, there were somebody. Uh, there were a few came up to see me, but they were one-offs, and I never saw them again. I can't remember yeah. who they were. No, Jim, Jim Plaskett. Oh, Jim Plaskett. Well, he came when I were working in the shoe factory. Oh, did he? And he he rung the door at that at bottom, and yeah. somebody in factory said, "Dave, there's somebody wants to see you at bottom." All right. And I went downstairs, and and this guy was stood there. I didn't know him from Adam. Yeah. And he asked, he said, "I am Jim Plaskett from Doncaster." Ah. He said, uh, "I've just been up to your house, and your wife said <laughs> you were working." He's working. She yeah. says, "But she were good enough to show me around your studio in front in Parliament." Oh, me. In Parliament. Well, I, I could have pulled it. Yeah, I nearly dropped. Shut up! Yeah. I, I when I went home, I says, "Do not, no, <laughs> ever show anyone round. Show anyone round ever no, again. Definitely not." And uh, anyhow, we were really impressed with Jim. Was he? Fortunately, he was straight as they come, totally honest. Good. Okay. You know, I could yeah. trust him hundred percent. Yeah. Were, I like Jim. Jim Plaskett. Hmm. And I kept in touch with him on and off over the years. Yeah. T t until he died when I last spoke to him on phone at your shop, Paul. And uh, he were a nice guy with Jim. Yeah. And uh, he were really impressed with my shop. Was he? Yeah. Because then I had everything by then. Mm. I'd be about six, 17. Everything was in frames. Was Every it? picture was in frames, even then. Yeah. And that was very rare. Yeah, of course. In the 60s. Yeah. You know, because they just drew a sheet, stuck yeah, it, stuck it for on. a drawing piece. Yeah. But they were all, because if you look at them old photographs, what you have, Paul, at them in front room, they're all in frames. I yeah. Know, the great Everything. photographs. Yeah. yeah. That's what's kept them so, yeah, that's, you know, that's in such it. good nick, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The great photographs. And mm. that's why they're in the book, you know, yeah. because they're worthy of it, because yeah. they are great well, pictures. I got to know Jim yeah. with like that and nice. uh, other tattoo. I'm trying to think now. Uh, who else I wrote to? But oh, what, Bruno, like I say, in Paris. Yeah. And me and me, what, what, my wife, we went over to France mm. to Paris at okay. that time. Did you? And uh, I went to see Bruno up in Pigalle. 
Right. You know, it were seedy part of, in the 60s. Was it? I don't know what it's like now, but yeah. it was the seed. But it were bloody short. It were his day off. Oh, no. It were his day off that day. <laughs> we trailed all the way up. Oh. And so I never got to meet him. But I did correspond. Oh, and I corresponded with Bruno because yeah. I bought his book. Okay. And the dust cover of his book yeah. were the perfect size for over my door. Oh, wow. In the shop. Yeah. So I took the dust cover off. I mean, you won't do that now. No. But I took the dust cover off because it had a gold... It was a black background with a golden dragon. Oh, nice. Yeah, it were. And uh, I made a sign of it. Did in you? The top of my sh- yeah. Yeah, I fair thought, play. Yeah. Why not? That's when I got the shop, but I haven't got the shop. Up, up, up until this point. Up, yeah. yeah. Anyhow. So you're tattooing from... You've got the house got, and you're yeah, tattooing in the, front in the house. Parlor. Yeah, so you're tattooing in the front parlour. doing really well. Yeah. I were, it were really, you know, and it got to a stage where I was making more money a lot easier and yeah, quicker yeah. than I was in the shoe factory. Okay. But the shoe factory went bust anyway. Yeah. So then I panicked a bit. I thought, oh God, I've got to get another job because I've got a family to keep yeah. and a mortgage and everything, mm-hmm. you know. So I, went, I, I got a job then again straight away because I got a good reference and then... I, I started in a ruck where they made rucksacks. All right. And all that stuff. Well, yeah. I thought first place were bad enough, shoe yeah. factory. This was hell on earth. It was, <laughs> it was thingy work, like piece work. Okay. You had to work, your, work to yourself crazy just to, you know, yeah. make a wage. Okay. Well, I put up with that for not, not long there. I, I put up with... I can't remember how long I was there. Yeah. But I got a good reference when I left, a fantastic reference, yeah. punctual, yeah. conscientious, all that stuff. Nice. You know? But I was determined. I thought, I've got to get out of here. Yeah. And one day I were operating this press yeah. to cut out patterns for canvas, for it, rucksacks. Yeah. Well, I got my bloody finger stuck under it. It squashed the end of my finger. I lost about a quarter, quarter of an inch. Yeah. That scared me because I thought, hang on, it could have been me hand and I'd have been bloody yeah. then with tattooing. Yeah, exactly. Tattooed. That would have you been know? the end of that. So I panicked then and I thought, I've got to get a shop. Okay, yeah. I had to get a shop. So, uh, well, I were all, all sick. <clears throat> I got a sick note, yeah. you know, for I think it were about six weeks. Oh, wow. Or, or it might have been two weeks and then I had to go again for another. I can't remember. Yeah. And... Uh, I thought, right, I've got to find a shop before this heals. Yeah, definitely. My finger heals up. Yeah. So to keep it soft, I used to put... Before I went to hospital, I used to have to go down to Accrington Hospital. Yeah. And uh, I used to keep it mushy <laughs> and white. Because if you keep a plastic bag yeah. on your finger on a wound... Yeah. It can't breathe. So okay. it was all white and mushy. Yeah. And I, I turned up at the doctor and said, it's not healing right now. So... <laughs> So I dragged it out to about six weeks. Did you? Yeah. And oh, uh, then I fell up. Well, I were trying for shops in Bury so many times. I went down to Bury up bus. Yeah. Because I'd, I think I'd sold my motorbike then. I got rid of it. Yeah. So I kept falling off it. Okay. Remember <laughs> without a clue, I told you, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> and, in the uh, book, he's there on his motorbike and I've put Rebel without a clue. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to so for so many shops and I had to, they had, see this estate agent. I went to see estate agent. 
I'm sorry, uh, I don't think the owner would like to have a tattooist yeah. in his premises. Yeah, got a lot of that The type of customer it would attract. Yeah. In I other words, if the they trash. were saying you're, yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be attracting trash. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. You know that was their perception of you yeah. back then. Yeah, that's it. That was ignorance towards a profession then, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah. And then I, I finally got lucky, I found this small shop mm -hmm. about as long as this room. Yeah. And about that, you know, well, you've been in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found that, and landlord, I saw it landlord, and uh, he didn't seem to bother. He <laughs> said, uh, yeah, he says, wow. uh, no problem, a tattoo studio. And I said, oh, and I said, I do a bit of engraving as well. I emphasised Yeah, you that. were trying to... <laughs> Keep, yeah, engraving. He says, what, like... Cups. I says, yeah, that sort of yeah, thing. I, do I, I had an engraving machine at yeah. home. Okay. Actually. Yeah, so, so you I could have... I sent for one of them yeah. in that few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I couldn't bloody do it. I mean, I, <laughs> but I had one. Yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, it should be all right. You know, anyhow, I moved in. Wow. £2.50 a week. Okay. Well, that were a... Yeah. Even then, two pound fifty. Yeah. You know, it were a bit of money, but it was still peanuts. Yeah, that's still good, isn't it? You know, mm. and everybody were coming to see me shop. Uh, Terry Roberts come, somebody else come, another ta Derek uh, come. Saz. Saz. Yeah. Saz, and the sandwich. Bloody hell, Dave! It's ideal, perfect. Yeah, it is perfect size. Yeah. Economical. Yeah. It's going to be all profit. They used to say to me, you know, you've, yeah. you've hit the jackpot. There. Yeah. So I did. I used to pay him uh, six months in, in advance to secure my future yeah. every time he came. Because you didn't want to get evicted out of there, did oh, you? Oh, no, and I didn't want him coming every week for £2.50. No, no, no. You know, yeah. especially if seeing me make £5. Yeah, pounds. with a queue out the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept the... You know, I were quite happy there for quite a few years. Yeah. But then one day he said, I've got some bad news, Dave. Uh. I said, what? Oh, no, I haven't got a rent book for two years, or three years. And people were saying, look, you haven't got a rent book. He could throw you out at any time. OK, because there's no record of anything. No, Is that what that no. is? Yeah. OK. And uh, I thought, well, I'm going to... So he gave me a rent book then. Yeah. And, uh, and then he said, uh, a few years later, yeah, he said, I've got some bad news. I thought, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't have the rights then that no, you have now. definitely not. There was no contracts, was there? It was no, just a, no, that's yeah. it. And he says, I'll, put, I'll have to put your rent up to £2.75. <laughs> I bet you went... <laughs> and I, oh, is it £2? Yeah, you had to act surprised. Thank God for that. 25p, eh, Dave? Yeah. You know, that's an extra pound a month. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but you are, I give you my rent books. Rent books, it, yeah, it's yeah. in the yeah. book. It's in the book, Dave. And wow. uh, I, I, were, I were paying him in dollops at a time, yeah. six months at a time. Nice. Which is like 60 quid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to shut you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to yeah. keep him out. I didn't want him seeing what I were making. No, that then. makes sense. You know. Yeah, of course you didn't. And, uh, anyhow, that went on for a bit. And then he were getting older. <clears throat> And I were get it. I were thinking, you know, it all happens to him. His yeah. son is going to take take over. Yeah. He, and I'd heard bad reports about his son. He I, were an I, auctioneer. Oh right. And I thought, hang on. Yeah. 
I'm going to lose my rent up. Yeah. Or get me out. Yeah, exactly. You know. So I kept putting pressure on him. Every time he come, I kept saying, you know, I were a bit of arse licking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Mr. Whatever, Mr. I'm, I'm not saying his name. Yeah. And uh, I says, uh, I don't feel secure. And he were dead nice like that, you know. Yeah. And I kept asking and asking, but nothing come of it. Mm. I thought, I'm, and then I'm, I think his wife come for rent once, and I mentioned it to her, so she must have said something to him. Yeah, like, oh, listen. He says, go on then, he says, uh, I'll have to see a solicitor, you pay for solicitor's costs mm. and everything. Yeah. I said, yeah, so I bought it. Did you? Amazing. I bought it, and uh, that's it. He, 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 solicitors, you see, we're part of another building, a big shop at front. Oh, right, yeah. That, and he's, the solicitor separated it yeah. for me and did it all. Cool. We're all in deeds, with yeah. deeds, you know. Perfect. And, uh, so I got that. And, when uh, was that, Dave? Is I, that what what year are we in now? Then that you're getting that shop. When is I that... bought the shop, it was ninety one. So I've been in quite a long time paying oh. rent, really. Yeah. But nevertheless, it were neither here nor there. Anyway, we're at bloody rent, so yeah. I weren't bothered. Yeah. So I were in sixty nine. So. Okay. About twenty years. Do you know? I, I I I thought I always thought I bought it at the beginning of eighties, but when I looked at deeds, no, it were beginning at ninety one. 31 years, Dave. Right. 32 years. Uh, yeah. So I've been paying rent for... You've been paying rent for all that time, then? 20 years. Wow. More, more than 20 years, more Dave. Than if 20. you got it in 69 and you bought it in 91, that's 32 years. Wow. So, yeah, well, I've been paying rent, but it never worried me. No, of course, it because it, it was so cheap. It was so cheap. Yeah, of course. You know, and... Uh, so that made you feel a lot better once you owned it, didn't it? But when I owned it, even when I were paying rent for all them, what, 32 years, mm. it was always at the back of your mind, you're not that... And I, I'm that sort of person I want to be secure. Yeah, of course. You know. Definitely. Especially when you're on to a good thing. Yeah. And you're earning I plenty of total security. Yeah. The only way I could get it was to buy the shop. Yeah. And I did. Mm. So I, got, I bought it and... Uh, well, it were, it were great from then. I'm trying to think what else were happening at that time, but... It was always just you, though, Dave. You always worked on your own, didn't you, in that place? I never... Anyway. Well, most tattooists did then. Yeah, OK. And I never... You see, I didn't like hangers on, I didn't like anything, because they see too much, and before you know where you are, they're opening a bloody shop down the road. Yeah. You know, and they're seeing what everything and. Mm. But no, I always worked alone. I preferred that anyway yeah. at that time. Mm. I preferred it. <laughs> and. <laughs> Except the only time I didn't work alone was from 96. That's when I come working at yours about, isn't it? Okay. But we're, uh, we're, we're skipping a lot of years here. Well, no, you went to Rambo's... Uh, in 96. I no, I think... It, it was, was 1996, was I remember it? it, because it was the same time I met Julie. Yes, it was 96. OK. Yeah. It was 96. 17 years, you're only meant to come for a few weeks to take your mind off the your divorce. And <laughs> yeah, but when I got divorced... Years, yeah, yeah, yeah wow. that's right, because we've been together 30 years. But you kept the shop. You still had the shop. It's just that you worked at Rambo's. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I only worked. 
What were it? You did three days at Berry yeah. and three days at Rambo's. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, no, and you had Sunday and Monday off, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Amazing. That's right, yeah. And it, it worked no, it got, I were do, At first, I were doing through, th- three days at yours, but it, it got a bit too much. Too much. Okay. Because I, I were working solid, more or less, six yeah. days a week. Yeah, it's too much. And I, one thing I always tried to do... You used, to get, a, you used to get a sore backside, didn't you, Dave? There was that much money in it, your arse was hurting. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but, uh, no, what it was... I I wasn't I was working alone <laughs> all that time and yeah. then in '96 yeah that three days a week mm. we worked I met out. Julie yeah yeah right. I had her coming in just to process basically all she did was sit outside and sunbathe but what I got her just to handle the customers coming so as I wouldn't have to talk to them. Oh, I see. Like an assistant, yeah. it was almost. I think, like talk, I, I, I think I wanted to do away with having to chat to them first. She'd yeah. process them. And said, what do you want? want? Yeah, and you just zip it yeah, on. Yeah, sit down. Yeah, bang. Yeah. And you were freehanding everything then, weren't you? Pretty much. Most things. Yeah. Most things. I, because to me, free uh, using transfers is... It's too much like what you do when you're a kid. Anybody yeah. can do it. Yeah. That's why there's so many tattooists now. They have machines for everything. Yeah. Anybody can tattoo any. And to me, a, a proper tattooist mm. freehands it. Okay. And that way, everybody gets a. Unless it's something I'm not familiar. I mean, when Celtic come in. Yeah. Can't bloody freehand that. No chance. To use a You'd be giving it a good that. go, I think. But yeah. Yeah. But most things. I enjoyed freehanding, and yeah. you, you know, you, you're creating something 100% original. And it cut down on time, because you're not having to make a stencil and all that malarkey. You just exactly. put a few lines on, yeah. and away you go. Well, I, right at the beginning, I always made a point of having them stencils ready-made. I weren't messing about no. making transfers for everyone who'd come in. No. Otherwise, your day's gone, making yeah. tran- so many hours. Yeah. So I had them all in envelopes, didn't I? Okay. But a lot of them I never, I never used. A lot of them were no. just fresh. You know, yeah. I never bothered. But some things, if I wasn't familiar with things, yeah, I'd use a. But even if I used a transfer, I'd always divert from. Of course it you would. Yeah. Freehand yeah. to an extent. When like, when did you start? When did your style start developing? Because. You know, well, your style's so distinctive that, that where did that come? Like, when did well, that start to develop? It all start. I mean, that started more or less when I were 15, 16 right. years old, when I got into it. Yeah. I was constantly drawing. I must have drawn thousands of sheets wow. over the years, thousands, not hundreds. Mm. I could have decked my shop out many times with all different designs, all, ori- all or- a lot of original. Yeah. But I don't know where they are. I, I don't know what happened to them because no. we used to swap them. Of I know course. Terry Roberts, I used to swap a lot with him. Did you? I used to swap a lot with wow. the Lone Wolf. Oh, amazing. In, in Luton, Luton. Frank Arsler. Yeah, of course. For many years. Did you? But he used to send me <laughs> all big packages, <laughs> big packages. Yeah. Of uh, stuff he said. All shit like this. Oh, did he? Designs. <laughs> oh. But they were all old stuff. Now, now, yeah. in a gold mine. Oh, my God. But yeah. then, yeah. I, I, 
want us no. to have one. New designs, new ideas. Yeah. You know. He was, yeah. send, he was sending you stuff like Burshits and Big Moore and Probably yeah. Big Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that stuff. I mean, you kept some Big Moore, didn't you? Yeah. Because Long Wolf used to yeah, work can... with uh, Big Moore. So that's probably where some of that money oh, did he? from. I like that. Well, Big Moore, I had about 15 sheets. There were 15 or 16, I yeah. can't remember, but I got them through Turi. A selection of people, you got some off Terry. I got yeah. some off Turi, and, and I, then off, I went no, to that Salford house docks. in Salford. Yeah, yeah. the docks. Yeah. I got my friend to run me down to Salford, and I thought, bloody rough round here. Yeah. And, I, I, and I'm from Salford. Yeah. And I went in this house, you know, and... Uh, that shocked me more than anything. Did it? We're a family. They had two kids there and a family. And I, I guess I had a bit it? of a sheltered upbringing. But yeah. I went in this house. Uh huh. And that, that'd be at 60. I remember you saying he was a cockney. Well, and he must have been a friend of Cash Cooper's because he put you on to him and he was living in Salford. Yeah. That's how he ended up with the big more flash. Yeah. I'll well, see you guys to get it. And they were a family and they were effing and jeffing at kids. Oh, really? You didn't do that in them days. No. You know, in a house with two kids, yeah. toddlers. Yeah. Get it effing room. No. Take a fucking... You were like that. All. <laughs> and I, my mate were with me and I were looking at him. Even he, he looked at me as a thick bloody hell. Yeah. Anyhow, we had these big more design sheets. Six or seven. Well, I don't know what... I can't remember exactly. But nice. I looked at them. Yeah, it was nice of them. Just what I want. Mm -hmm. I, didn't go, I didn't go mad over them. No. Cause I were, get I your poker face on doing a deal yeah, yeah of course and I did I got them all off him mm. and uh, and they were fantastic designs right the beautiful old designs yes they inspired me then designs did because from that day to this day when I just retired mm. I was still putting a blue shading around a lot of designs mm. and that started when I first saw them big more designs had a light blue shading oh did they round right Interesting. Yeah, they were. In, uh, but uh, we've gone back now. But, so you from, took a bit. Back to, you took a bit from different people's designs that you'd seen getting tattooed, and then developed your own thing uh, and yeah, drew in your own work. You've always drawing. liked that blue shadow, aren't you, on the on the big more stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, some of them design, them early designs. What's in the book? Yeah, them really early ones. Uh huh. When I see them, I, I cringe. Oh dear. Be because. You know, it's like anything, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, to somebody like Rambo, who's a collector, yeah. the gold. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely you know, to see it. But to me, yeah, that that's... It's like, it, I, you know... It's only because you've improved with age. Well, that's it. And yeah. I've improved for yeah. one reason only. I did what a lot of tattooists didn't at that time. They bought their designs from Spalding and Rogers, Milton Zeiss and all that bunch. Yeah. I didn't want to do that. No. Original. I drew me on. Yeah. I'd be up five, six hours a night mm. drawing designs, going to bed at three and four at morning. Just Because wow. I couldn't go to bed yeah. before I finished the sheet and put it up the after, you know. Yeah. It was obsessive. Yeah. But a lot of... I know, I know tattooists now, I could mention, who's never drawn a design sheet in their life. Sad. Very you know, sad, that is. Everything's bartered. Yeah. What have you. Yeah. But, but you no, didn't I, like that. But in them days, you had to do, and you had to, that's why in those days, 60s, 70s, tattooists mm. had their own style. Yeah, of course. 
because a lot of them had to draw. Yeah. Some didn't draw so many. They'd draw one set and that'd be it for 20, 30 years. Yeah. They'd bang them up walls. But I were doing them constantly, replacing, replacing. Wow. You know, that's how it was. And uh, I once got... Oh, that's what Carl Bumpers put me on to that Al Sheafley mm. at that time, I, thought, I said. Yeah. He said that Al Sheafley is selling the negatives to all his... Because dis- dis- he used to be a, a mainly a seller of design sheets, okay. that Al Sheafley. Yeah. And he, uh, he said, I, I, and I, Carl Bumpers told me they were for sale, the negatives. Mm. And I wrote to Al Sheafley to ask him, because I thought, hang on, so that could be a money spinner yeah. selling designs. So I wrote Al Sheafley, and he wrote back to me. And I can't, for life of me, I can't remember what he said. It might have been 20, 30 pounds for the, all the negatives. Yeah. Which now is nothing. But then, that were a lot of money. Yeah. That were like equivalent to three or four weeks' wage. Yeah. So how much was your mortgage a month then? <sighs> I can't remember. About. I can't remember. If it was 10 quid, it'd be a lot of money. It's like a three months mortgage to buy Okay, that. wow. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember anyway, mm. but I turned it down. I thought, no, I'm not bothered. Yeah. And then again, it were buying designs. And I were buying somebody else's artwork. And yeah, I didn't like you weren't that. interested in that. No, no, I don't like... It's like buying prints for your house. I prefer originals. Yeah, I understand I, that. You know, and that's what I collect. Yeah. But no, it's... I, I drew and drew and drew and drew, and I suppose it just came from that. Yeah, just practice. And I was in, also inspired by, at that time, I were always interested in the Art Nouveau, the, that movement, yeah. back in early part of last century. Yeah. You know, book, any books, and I thought, wow, look how they've done then. Everything was flowing. Moving, yeah, and I thought that's how a tattoo, tattoo design should be. Mm. It should be moving mm. because it's going on moving skin. Of course it is, yeah. Skin, you know, and if it's move anything, it looks better than just a stiff mm. looking like a bird or an eagle or whatever, a dragon. Yeah, it looks better if it's Flat. curling. Yeah, that because I mean like ornaments like that vase over there it's all movement that's yeah. happening though yeah you know and that's what I, I always had I had several books on that at the time mm-hmm. and that inspired me wow to turn it into tattoo designs okay what about William Grimshaw how did he get all that contact oh what William Grimshaw I believe you got some oh image. William Grimshaw where was he I think it was Carl who put me on to William Grimshaw America oh right yeah, listen to this. He was a tattooist. Yeah. In, I think it was Florida. Who put you on to him? Kyle Bumpus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, William Grimshaw, he oh. was selling some equipment. Oh, right. You know, oh, I thought, wow, all American stuff. Yeah. So I bought it. I can't, there again, I can't remember what I paid. It might have been £15, £10, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I bought so many things. I mean, yeah. Was and there I any bought, flash with it, Dave? I also bought eh? Was there any flash in that parcel? Yeah. Oh, about wow. six sheets. Wow. The parcel came, nice. there was about six sheets of flash. I showed them on them photos. Yeah, I'm just trying to help the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there were about ten machines, eight or ten machines. Nice. Two of them were the Owen Jensen machines. Perfection okay. Chrome. Yeah. Right. Owen Jensen. The rest were brass. Okay. And uh, I let Mick Fizz have the... 
Owen Johnson. Two Owen Johnson machines. He made copies of them. Right. For him and Durick. Okay. There, there again, they were too heavy. I didn't like them. Yeah. They were too heavy. Yeah. They weighed a ton. Okay. I, I always preferred a light machine. Mm. Why they make heavy machines to this day, I'll never know. Because no. it's unnecessary. Yeah. If you were writing a letter, you don't want a pen that weighs four, five, six, seven, eight ounces, do you? <laughs> Definitely not. Because when I first, I mean, you were using quills when I blew <laughs> No, I, I don't like, I've never liked an heavy machine. Yeah. You know. Okay, so you gave them to Mick Fizz. Yeah, and... Uh, Drilled holes oh, in I'll the tell you what I got at the time. <laughs> Cinderella came on the scene. Oh, right, yeah. And I thought, wow, I got onto her, Cinderella. I got her priceless. I bought the two books at mm -hmm. the time. Them two. How to do good tattooing and That's tattooed right. lady or something. Was I she in remember. Australia, Dave? Yeah. Was she in Australia? Yeah, yeah. Australia. Yeah, because I think I let you have the two books in that book. Yes, you did. That, yeah. felt, that felt exotic as well. Australia was a whole different thing altogether as well, wasn't it? Like Moon. Yeah. It? To us here. Yeah. And uh, I got... and that He was the one, though, the Robert Robinson. Mm. Or, or somebody has worked for her, or with her, her yeah. husband. I don't know. Danny Robinson? Yeah, it might. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I got two of her machines. Did you? Nice. AC. Well, I had an AC power unit. Yeah. I'd got one off Derek Iron. And, uh, but there again, they weighed a ton. Did they? They were a ton weight. <laughs> and then Terry come over one day, Terry Roberts, mm. and he, he says, can I borrow one of them, Dave? Yeah. And I says, well, yeah, go, reluctantly. I said, yeah, yeah go on. I yeah. said, you know, but, and to this day, I I'll never see it, it again. <laughs> I'm not going to get it back. It's dead, you know, but, he was a good friend with Terry. And yeah. He always kept in touch throughout my throughout his life. Mm. Even if he were working in America, he'd always get in touch with me at Christmas. He'd always send a Christmas oh, card with a nice. letter in it. Yeah. Really nice guy in that way. He were he'd a good artist. He was Terry, a generous guy, wasn't he, Dave? He was. He was a generous guy. He were. He, mm. he, he. I mean, even not long before he died, if I wanted it. You see, I, I never got anger internet, mm. computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry did. Okay. And anything I wanted, I'd mention it to him. A week after, he'd turn up at, with, with it for oh, me. Oh, that's you nice. Know. And he did, he never liked to charge much. You yeah. Know, or, or he'd give it me. Yeah. I mean, there's a thing up there, an ornament he'd give me. Oh, you know. that's nice. But, uh, no, you were a good friend with Terry. Yeah. I liked Terry. Monday was my day off. He used to come and see you every Monday at Rambo's, didn't he? Oh, did yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Where was Terry Roberts working? Eh? Where was he working? Ashton Underline, mainly. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, he worked at a lot, a lot of places, did, did he? Did he? were a bit of a traveller, weren't right, he? Right, okay. Yeah. We forgot Jimmy Gold in all this. We've got... Yeah, Jimmy Gold. Well, Jimmy Gold, at first met him one day, I would go... I got to know Terry Rob Terry Wrigley mm. really well, mm. and uh, one day I were go I were in Blackpool and I were going past his shopping thinking and I noticed Terry Wrigley was in oh. talking to Jimmy Gold right, and uh, I thought perfect yeah that's your that's my introduction yeah. So I went to the stable door at Jimmy's shop. Mm. I said, are you Terry? Nice. He said, are you Dave? Because he got to know, he tattooed me. And yeah, of course. He sold me stuff. Yeah, you were mates by then. Yeah. yeah. He says, come in. 
Well, Jimmy were a bit thingy because he had a reputation. He wouldn't tolerate any tattooing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went in and Terry introduced me. He said, Terry, and he put his arm around me, did Terry. He said, this is Dave, my mate Dave. He oh. said, he's tattooing. Yeah. He's doing tattoo, you know, putting tattoos on and all that. And Jimmy, some nice tattoos. And he's a good artist, he said to Jimmy and Jimmy's. He looks yeah, lucky. Grunting. <laughs> but... Uh, for some reason, he accepted me, did mm. Jimmy. Yeah. That is rare. Big time. And uh, from that day on, I went in again and again and again, and it went on for several years. Mm. I were going, oh, many times in a year, every Tuesday, my day off, or in the, when I were working at Bury. Yeah. I got really good friends with Jimmy. Yeah. But uh, it got to... It, he, he, he just, you see, Jimmy was very protective of Blackpool. Right. He could see, he told me then in those days what the future held. Mm. He said to me one day, he said, this isn't going to last how it is now, he says. That's why I am going to invest in flats. Right. For his old age. Okay, yeah. You know. His which retirement, he did, yeah. Which he did. Right. And, uh, oh, I used to go, we used to, he, he had a crazy go-karting at one stage. <laughs> and he dragged me along go-karting, it were a, a circuit at s south of Blackpool. Yeah. Just lower down the pleasure beat. Yeah. Oh, he were like a kid when he got in them cars, he was whizzing around, bashing into everything. And I were cringe. I were, you know that. But he, he were a good he were good with Jimmy. He were, to other, a lot of people, I didn't like him. Right. But I did. Yeah. And he was good with me. Was Prince Eugene still there at that time, Dave? Yeah, I went and had a tattoo on at Prince Eugene. Were they rivals then? Did they like each oh, other? Yeah. But they didn't like each other? No. Well, I don't know. I, all I knew were what Jimmy said. Okay, yeah, of And course. I can't repeat that. Yeah. What Jimmy used to say at the time. They didn't get on? No, no. definitely okay. not. Right. You know... Jimmy. Well, plus Prince Eugene had a better pitch, didn't he, Dave? Oh, did he? He, he had, had a, a better, better spot. pitch, yeah. Mm -hmm. was Terry was from Oh, right. The Golden Mile. Oh. Terry. Jimmy was behind. Oh. Terry was always saying to Jimmy, you know, you want to move, you want to get up front. On yeah. Common arm, yeah, you know? of course. But Jimmy ne always said to me, he said, why should I move? This shot's been good to me. Mm, okay. You yeah. Know, so that's it. Yeah. And he were happy there. Okay, fair and enough. Prince Eugene, I had a tattoo out of the bird there on my wrist off. He did that, Prince Eugene, and then I went another time, he did a scroll for me. Yeah, nice. And then I went another time, I'd had an older one, I had an older one on, mm. a couple of years old, mm. Long John had done in Aslingdon. Right. And I went to uh, Eugene, but it were, a, it were Dot. Oh, wow. I didn't okay. know it at the time, but it no, was a woman, course. and it was Dot. Yeah, which was rare at that time, though, for people that don't know. Yeah. That was very rare, wasn't it, That's for a right. woman to be tattooing. Well, I, I, it must have been, Eugene must have been somewhere else, I don't know. And she said, I said, could you go over that? It had faded. So mm. she went over it with a single needle. Yeah. But when it had healed up, it didn't look much different because okay. I wanted it big and bold. Yeah. You know, that were before I met Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, and his stuff's really bold, isn't it? Jimmy's oh, yeah. stuff, yeah. Really heavy and bold. You could tell it you could tell his work from Crossroads. Like yours. Yeah. Like your yeah. work, yeah, yeah, it's the same. That's what that's what always appealed to me. Yeah. I had 
some periods where I dabbled in a three needle outline, but I always went back to five needle outline, and yeah. then I went on to seven. Yeah. And before I retired, I were they were so fine work needles. I were using nine. Yeah. Lines because they got thinner deep. and thinner. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I played around with AC current for many years. Mm. I played around with everything because that's what it were all about in them days. It was experimenting. Yeah. You know, that's what it were. Of course. And that's why today's tattoo is it's it's not the same. It, mm. It's all on a plate for them. Yeah. And them days it were so, you know, it were so exciting because every day you think you discovered the perfect blend of inks yeah you'd mix your own inks and yeah. different shades you'd think you'd the perfect needles you'd, you were using because there were several different types of needles yeah made your own but that was exciting because it was your discovery because you had to experiment to find that out didn't you yeah yeah we were all experimenting and that's that was what i loved about it mm. you know I mean, some days a customer would come in, you'd do a fabulous tattoo on them and you'd be really happy with it. Yeah. And then day after, you'd do something and... No, not as... Wouldn't be the same. No. Yeah. You know, and it were all like that all the time. Yeah. And it still is to some extent in mm. one sense because everybody's different. Everybody's got a different skin. Yeah, of course they are. You yeah, know, you get somebody in who works outside, it's yeah. rough skin, it's brown, rough. Mm. Yeah. You're not going to get the same result as somebody who's... A bit paler or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. When did you When did you do your last tattoo? The very before I retired. Yeah. Well, last (laughs) Paul had the last one on. Oh, did you? And that was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Was it? I couldn't see what I were doing. I were blind. What? What? Well, I had a mask on. Oh, because it was during, yeah, it was during, okay. I had a mask on. Yeah. I had glasses on. They were steaming up. Yeah. I couldn't see, and I had a visa on in front of that. Yeah. I couldn't see. No. I said to you. Because of Covid, Dave. Eh? Yeah, because it was Covid. The listeners know, yeah. need to know it was because of yeah. Covid. Yeah, because of the Covid. That's it. Yeah. No, it, it, I thought, and do you know, that day, I thought, I couldn't do this now, wearing all this shit. Right. You know, had you already you already knew you were going to retire at that point? That's why no, you did well, your last no, one. I had, oh. that, I had an health scare at once. Right. Okay. I had problems with my kidneys. Right. Uh, not long before lockdown. Yeah. Okay. That scared me. Right. Now I've got that kidney function back up again. Now, yeah. But that scared me. Yeah. Also, this lockdown and all that process. Mm. Plus, my shot were deteriorating. Nobody had been in it for 12 months. Yeah. And I were just... Okay. You it came know, to a natural sort of yeah, end, really. Ju- yeah. And I just thought, hang on, my age. Yeah. I thought, I, I mean, I, I've had enough. To be tattooing as long as you've been tattooing is incredible, to be honest, isn't yeah. it? And to still be in, to, to be putting on the calibre of work that you were still putting on is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But like oh, the tattoo you well, did for me is perfect. The best tattooing I did was it last few years. Yeah. Simply because it wasn't quite as busy. Okay. Because so the tattooists, take... there were so many tattooists. Yeah. In Bury, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So I, I wasn't rushed. No, you took it. In old days, it. everything was a rush. Yeah. Around it. Yeah. And I were at Rambo's, mm. one after another, production line. Yeah, of course. So, you, you know, now 
I wouldn't rush that. I'd want to put a bit of extra colour in and yeah. a bit more shade. Yeah, you could think like, oh, I'll do that. That's yeah. a little trick yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it, they have been the best years for quality of work. Oh, that's nice, it. Dave. That's nice to know that. The only thing is, I regret, in the old days, I never took many photos. Right. Simply because in them days, you had to lug a cap, you have a camera oh, with yeah. you. And I couldn't, I could never get the hang of a bloody camera. Nice. There were that many knobs on. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you know, I, it wasn't easy to use, was it? Not like buy now. film. Yeah, you had to send it for developing. Yeah, it were a lot of bother. Yeah, and when they come back, they were all blurred. Yeah, it wouldn't come out, or it was a photo of your That's foot it. or the whatever. Yeah, That's the right. ceiling. It were a nightmare. <laughs> so I, I give it up after a bit. I never bothered. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you know... But I mean, your work lives on through the people that have got it, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, but... When you see that. So, so let's talk a little bit about this book then, Dave. So, for people listening... Yeah. You've, um, you and Rambo have put this book together of all your work, and just, can we talk a little bit well, about that and stuff? Uh, actually, it's a, it, it's a... In a nutshell of my work, isn't it? It's yeah. a small sample, really, even though there's a lot in. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, like I said, I've drawn th- I must have drawn thousands of sheets. Yeah, there's quite a few sheets in that book, though, isn't but there? But there's a lot in there. There's how many sheets? Eighty. Yeah. Eighty. Eighty sheets. Eighty yeah. sheets. I think what what Jack's asking you is about the book, not just your work, your life. You know story. what's in what's in the book, Dave, for people listening that, that oh, might yeah, want to buy it. It's a good record of my my life in tattooing. Yeah. And before that, even. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a fantastic record of it. Mm. It's uh, it's you know it's high, it's the highlight really the finish of my career. It's just sealed it. Yes, yeah. yeah, embodied it. Yeah, and and for people listening to this as well, it's a lot of the things that we've talked about in this last yeah. hour, isn't it? It's yeah. it's a lot of the stories that you've told and a lot of the people that you're talking about Rambo's put pictures of them in as well so yeah. there's actual like photographs of all these things well that's it there's so many cards and that and pictures I mean I know it, it, no it's, it's a fabulous record it is yeah it is you know, and it's your life you, and it's, you, yeah plus and it's covering the the most to me, the most exciting part of it, which is the 60s. Okay, yeah. I mean, the 60s in tattooing, I don't think you can, you know, well, I suppose maybe it's because I started then and more, I started it 60s, so it is going to be more exciting for me. Yeah. Anybody who started it 70s, 80s, 90s. That's their heyday, isn't it? Yeah. But it was a lot different. Mm. Tattooing in 60s was a lot different from somebody starting it 90s. Oh, gotcha. You know, mm. because everything was there, everything's there for them now. Mm. Then it wasn't. Yeah, that's it. You know, all you had like Spalding and all that, but I don't know. It was, uh, well, you said, I mean, your life is all condensed in one book. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. That's it. it. And yeah. You said to me that you were glad that that came about mm. before you anything should happen or you passed away, yeah. you've got to see it. Oh, yeah. That, most legends only get... No, it's not bloody good if I've died, is it? No. no most legends get well, wrote well, about no when yeah. yeah. So it's nice that you had that opportunity to see it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. enjoy before, it. That's you know, it. Mm. That's the beauty of it. And the feedback. You used to say to me, Dave, didn't you? you used to say, come on, Paul, I might be bloody dead. I said, <laughs> <"What>? <laughs> 
doing it, but I won't rush it. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't rush it, and I'm glad you lived to see it. Yeah. 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 Because it was on my mind as well when you had that scare about your kidney. Yeah. I thought, God, I've got to get the book finished for Dave. Mm. Yeah. That was my number one objective, you know, getting the book right. But I didn't want to rush it, you know, at the... I know you had that illness and that scam, but I didn't want to rush the book at the cost of that no, as yeah, well. Yeah. I wanted to get everything right. Yeah. And that's, you know, luckily we got it all and together. You did. Yeah, you nailed and it. You're very pleased with it. It's the you... perfect tribute to you, Dave, oh, yeah, I I'm think, that book. It yeah. Is, it's, well, it's the most, one of the most important, most thing in my life, in yeah. one sense. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And for people that. Listen... In my tattooing life. Okay, yeah. Yeah, for people listening, if they want to get a copy of that book, is it, they just get in touch with Get Rambo in touch with Paul. Okay. Yeah. yeah, what I'll do is when we put this episode up, yeah. when I put this episode up, I'll put a link to, to Rambo and then yeah. they can get in touch with him to get yeah. a copy. Yeah. Yeah. If I yeah. can just say, doing the book is something me and Dave talked about over 17 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Mm. Well, I we used to, to sit Dave, in your shop on a quiet day, we'd go over history. Yeah? To not... Uh, all history, not about, Not yeah. in preparation for a book at the time, I'm going back to when I first met you, more or less. Yeah, mm. and we used to talk. Yeah. And I said to Dave, look, there's a, there's a book here. Of course there is, yeah. I, I've never been an author, I've never done a book. Mm. So I said, why don't you just write all your memoirs down on a piece of you know, papers on a daily bit. Yeah, when you remember it and stuff, yeah. And a little bit here. I said, just, just, you know, get it all together on paper. And he he came to the shop one day, do you remember Dave, with all the A4 papers? Did you? And he went, there you go, I've done it. Yeah. It was about that thick. I went, right, well I read it, I thought, (laughs) this is great this. This is really good. Yeah. And you know, some of the book talks, you can almost hear Dave's dialect. Yeah, of course. You know, in yeah. the way he speaks. Yeah. And I didn't want to lose that because no. that was charming. Dave's still got an old fashioned Lancashire accent, you see. Mm. And that was beautiful and I wanted to keep that. And, and yeah, and that words. comes through in the book, yeah. yeah. So, well, you know. Oh, it's great. That's... La- Lancashire, to me, Lancashire and Yorkshire mm. produce some of the best tattooists oh, at yeah. that time. Yeah. And now, even. Mm. I mean, I know, I know what you don't want to say. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, you know what he wants to say. But they got less they, in the sixties. The Lancashire tattooists got less credit. Okay, did they? Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. There's other people without mentioning names. Yeah, that got a lot of publicity, a lot of glory, and yeah. there was a lot of real cool, good artists. Mm. I mean, even people that goes back years, like well, I don't know, Sutherland MacDonald, for example. You know, Yorkshireman. He was fantastic. Yeah. And you know, Bursley got to meet him. Yeah. And then same in the sixties, mm. especially. To me, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Of Jimmy course. Gold was the the most superior quality tattooist in the country. Wow. Okay. His work. Yeah. And Terry Wrigley. I yeah. put him on a par. Yeah. Terry was quicker than Jimmy. Mm. But Jimmy's a very distinctive. And you've got two freehand tattoo artists there mm. as well. And at that time in the 60s, to me, they mopped up in this country, but they didn't get the publicity. Simple yeah. as that. Okay. Yeah. But you, you know. were like that, Dave. You shunned all publicity. Yeah. So, I've never sought publicity. If we move from no, the I... six, when we've moved from the 60s, 
uh, with Jimmy Gould and Terry Wrigley and you've got into the 70s where you are now starting to, you know, blossom as an individual satirist with a, a unique style. It was the same for you. You kept your head down. You just did quality work and you shunned publicity due to your mistrust. Of Wouldn't tolerate publicity because yeah. I yeah. saw the damage that the media... Yeah. Did for tattooing back in the sixties? Yeah. They were bastards with tattooists. Yeah, the, the, the headlines they came out with were atrocious, mm. and I weren't tolerant. I wasn't no. talking, having anything to do with any no. media. That makes sense. That you know, but but that makes this book even more special. Yeah, because there isn't a lot. So now, when this book's come out, this is everything that anyone needs about your career. That's it, isn't it? Because That's there isn't it. anything yeah. else. Yeah. No, yeah. which is I mean, special. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even sell the equipment in them days. It's sixties. You wanted a, I wanted a steriliser, a dry heat steriliser. Mm. They wouldn't bloody sell. Me. I took it to about three different places until one took the money. Yeah. But they wouldn't. They said they told me straight. They said no. We only deal in the medical profession, uh, mm. doctors. Because yeah, it was looked at totally differently. Dave, yeah. Wasn't but it? now, when I a few years ago, two or three years ago, when I were working. Oh, brochures were coming through. The bastards were printing up brochures, especially for tattooists. Yeah, yeah. when it's when, when it's, it's in their business. favour. When it's big but business. before they didn't want to know. We right. were the we were the scum of the earth back yeah. in the sixties with tattooists. Wow, you know. But yeah, that's how it was. You know. Getting back to what you said about Jimmy there being the best in the country, I would agree with that. I mean. Jimmy did himself no favours because he was so rude and arrogant towards other tattooists. He hated them coming to him. Had he been a bit more sociable... Yeah, but had he been... Hold on, a... let me just say this, Dave. Had he been a bit more sociable, that would have helped his cause as being more recognised as a good tattooist. But you can't take that away from him. No. As bad as he was socially, his work was solid and yeah. it's still there. Yeah. You know, you could be stood on the bloody moon and, and looking down Look. on the ground and you know it's a Jimmy tattoo like yours. Yeah, Long, like John, yours, Long John had a habit of moving in on other tattooists. He did it in Leicester, he did it in Liverpool, he Manchester. did it everywhere. He had a shop in Manchester and Gorton. Didn't he? Long John? Yeah, I've got a card of it. Oh no, that's Wally Taylor, sorry. Yeah, I, no, yeah Long, he had a habit of doing that. He thought people, tattooish Welch should welcome him in. <laughs> he had that crazy idea. Now, I don't know if he ever said that to Jimmy, but Not Jimmy dead, was protecting his patch, and by becoming friendly with him, it's like inviting him oh, in. Oh, I see. He were letting them know that if they moved in on me... Yeah, it's going to be trouble. There's no, yeah, there's no friendship there. No yeah. friendship, yeah. yeah. Eh? He was letting them know... There's no friendship there if you're moving in. Yeah, he was keeping at arm's length, wasn't he? He were. Yeah, 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 simple as that. Smart business simple wise. As that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, if everybody, if every tattooist in the country had been like Jimmy, yeah. and I mean all this, they'd only be three. This apprentice crap. <laughs> they'd be none. Yeah, they'd be none. <laughs> like masons, they'd all have to amalgamate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all the ones you can start closing down. Yeah. No, no, no. No, jokes aside, Dave, I know what you mean about uh, Jimmy, mm. but he could keep him at arm's length, but it was the fact he was rude and, and insulting to a lot of tattooists. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he wasn't called for. He was a master of sarcasm, Jimmy, <laughs> with customers, yeah. with any but potential customers. Yeah. You know, go and play out Sands. I were in one day, sat in his shop, just me and him. Mm. Three Welsh guys built like 
Richard's houses. Muscle on muscle. Yeah. At door asking about a name. He says to him, uh, Don't do no, names. post office. Post offices <laughs> down there if you want letters. <laughs> and then he told them. Tell them. Then they, they looked at each other and he says, now go and play out Sands. <laughs> I was shaking. But he had a big doorman though, didn't he? Huh? He had a big doorman to come. Not that day, bloody. Did he, he, had he had Dave. He had Dave in there. The rebel. But and then that, that time, his, his, the bouncer were in bandages, and I said to him, what's happened to you? He said, Jimmy said, it's my bouncer, he got bounced. <laughs> <laughs>